Welcome everyone to the MMOs.com podcast. We're now on episode 40, the big 4-0. This is Altai, <coughs> the hat, joined by... Omer. Big Gumble. Matt. So, really, yeah. All right. Get, Good stuff, boys. That's Big Gumble. Uh, my voice is still kind of kind of dead, but I'm I am here for good. So I'm, gonna, I'm here to fuck up my voice again because it's like 80% healed. But let's just fuck it up one more time. Yeah, Welcome so... to Sick Town with me, Omer. Sure, your your nice Sick place. Town is a is a permanent place. Okay. <laughs> Omer is in the cancer ward, as you can see. Uh, the only way to cure his cancer is actually more viewers. So uh, yes, get your also, friends on Twitch, make bot accounts. Let's go. Or or we can start a Kickstarter, and you guys give me 100 million dollars, and I can promise to make a space game, which is never going to come out, by the way. And uh, yeah, that'd be nice. Eli, I heard you made a movie that one time and it bombed at the box office. Is that true? Oh, that, that I mean, plus I have like, I, I take all that donation money and I, I go to my private islands, I go jet skiing, I have like a, a model wife, all that shit too. Do you guys you know? have some uh, Star Citizen news? Uh, no, no, we, oh. we're just bashing on Star Citizen for the, good, for, for the fun of it. We need an update. <laughs> actually. I and hope the, the game actually comes out. And well, it's it has to come out eventually. <laughs> it's just that when it comes out, will it be what was promised in the original Kickstarter? I, I don't so. care. As long as I mean, you I play it. Time. That's like the you, kind of game I want to play. You, you know? guys don't care what it looks like when it comes out? What if they send so, you a floppy disk and, and it's literally just like it's a piece of shit game from like 20 years ago? I, I, think, I think my big thing is when it comes out, is it actually going to be anything worth playing over anything else? Or is oh, it going to yeah, be almost true. identical to like everything else just combined into one and it's just yep. going to be like, we didn't really care about this to begin with, it turns out. <laughs> I don't care. I didn't pay for it. Yeah. So I, I did get my haircut from the world's best barber, which is myself. I cut my own hair. Pretty sure Aaron does that too. Good stuff. Save that 10 boxes super cuts. Oh, interesting. I'm, as you guys were lick-lacking, I was uh, writing some Star Citizen news. They're kind of going the whole uh, H1Z1 route where they're splitting the game. Oh, excellent. So you can buy uh, <laughs> different parts of the game for different prices. <laughs> Genius. Well, see, what it used to be is I think it was like 40 or $45 for both the starter, the base starter packs and um, Squadron 42. And now it's you buy one of them for like 45 bucks, and then add the other one on for 15 If you If you contributed a while ago, do you, do you still get both for free? Yeah. Okay, good. As it should be. But anyway. Yeah, like H1Z1 and King of the Kill. I thought it was King of the Hill, like you said, too, but no, it's King yeah, of the Kill. That's, that's what I thought. I'm just like, wait, what? I saw it on Steam charts. What was, it, what was the marketing term? They're all sitting at the table. All right, guys, what can we name this? Can't be King of the Hill. It's too generic. King of the Kill. <laughs> Boom, we're good. Nice. That must have taken a lot of thought. Yeah. Solid stuff. Oh, my God, I've been running King of the Hill the entire time. I had no idea. There you go. <laughs> so I messed up all that news. Oh, well. well. Wait Way to go, she Sean. Goes. Way to she go, goes. Sean. Anyway, uh, we wanted to start the podcast off with uh, the weekly raid going forward. So, Sean, in your hands. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. So, this week, uh, if anyone participated in closed beta testing 2 for Black Desert Online uh, and read the wonderful whoa, 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 Barrett's whoa, whoa, chat. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on. Black Desert Online. Continue. I'm sorry. Black Desert Online. Sean, this um, seems to be under reviews. That's Wrecked. okay. We'll, fi we'll fix it later. <laughs> guys, guys, let's, let's not cut shot off anymore. Anyway, Black Desert Online. So, if you were paying attention during closed beta testing, there was a lot of controversy and tumultuous comments regarding the cash job. So, what happens is, in Korea and in Russia, the game is free to play. And there was a lot of talk about the game having pay-to-win elements in the cash shop. Mm -hmm. Dom brings the game over to North America and Europe, 
The cash shop isn't supposed to be stripped of any pay-to-win elements, but players, when browsing the cash shop, they found cosmetic items, costumes that had experience stats on them, and they were expensive. They were 32 bucks, right? So the base game is 30 bucks for a full costume set, which is all these skins, and you get a weapon skin. And it looks, I mean, the costumes look great. Some of the best cosmetics I've seen. They cost more than the base game. So not only that, that's where it started. And 10 Ton Hammer put up an article talking about the ridiculous pricing. But then people went on, you know, you can buy uh, skill resets in the cash shop, you can buy uh, pets, which are only really obtainable through the cash shop, you can buy a ghillie suit, which hides your name if you crouch, so the idea is that it's an advantage for PvP. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people have been raising concerns that the game is already pay to win. Um, so, so, so basically so the reason why I'm, I brought this up is because this week I was curious, what I really see in all these comments is different <laughs> definitions of what pay to win means. You know, people are very quick to say, okay, this game's pay to win, and then it seems like the pitchforks come out and people join in. But everyone has a different definition of the word. And I know that some of us even here think that it's really clear cut. But from what I've seen, in general, everybody has their own view. So that's why I'm asking, this week in the Weekly Raid, what constitutes pay to win? So before we jump into Black Desert's controversy, I wanted to discuss the term first. Okay. Okay, so mine's really simple. Mine is, can you pay and win? If the answer is no, it's not pay to win. So, like, let's just take, like, experience boosters. I don't think they're pay to win. You can get there without, like, paying for it. Arcage kind of toes the line because, you know, I mean, you technically can get there, but, like, the RNG is so stacked against you, it would be like saying a casino isn't pay to win. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, so Arcage kind of toes the line, but other than Arcage, I have never seen anything that has experience boosters that is pay to win. Matt, what is, but you, when you say to win, what is your win condition? Like, everyone's win condition is a little okay, bit Okay, so in MMOs, the win condition is generally killing somebody. Can you pay and instantly be able to kill someone? No, no, no. Can you get an no. advantage to kill somebody? It doesn't mean instantly kill somebody. You, you know what I mean? Not, not like that. I mean, yeah. like, can you, can you pay and instantly have the ability to kill someone that would have otherwise been better than you? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Is this, like, right after saying that combat doesn't matter in games? Let's stay no, on topic. I'm not saying that. <laughs> on topic, on that topic. That's not what I'm saying. I'm, that is not even related. I'm saying pay to win. A good, if, a good um, I guess, to support Matt or something. Like, let's say potions, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say you can buy potions. As okay. long as you can also farm them, it doesn't matter to me. Yeah. Really? Well, yeah. What if, what if like, the potion drops 5% of the time? Like, a really good potion, a PvP potion. It's got no well, cooldown. It heals the, a lot. The, 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 oh, the you buy, or, you, or you buy them. No, you can buy them, but you can eat. Well, yeah, and I guess the stay out of PvP. The, games, the amount of no, games no. that have open PvP are so little, you can sit there and farm whatever you want in most of them. As but long as you can make the potions or buy them from people who make them or loot them and buy them from right. people who loot There's them. There's a 5% chance to loot them. Okay. And it, it will take you, let's say, 5 hours to get a, hundred, a stack of 100. Or you buy a stack of 100 for a dollar from the cash shop. And the ones you buy in the cash app are not transferable. Is that pay to win? No, can people who, but other people can sell them in the auction house, right? The from the, from the ones they farm. Okay, yes. so yeah. here's the other thing to consider, though. Some people, some games have potions that you can pay that are better than the ones in game, but they're so much better that it's like you've already hit a limit with the ones you can get in game, and the ones in the cash shop aren't like specifically better. Or if they more they just better. have a they just have a higher number. They don't actually do much better because you've already hit that limit where you're getting diminishing returns and they're just trying to get you to pay for it. I've seen yeah. that before. I, I think a good way to think about it is like if the pay to win element um can 
replace skill, then that's when it becomes pay to win. So like if it replaces time, it's not pay to win, but if it replaces the skill of the player, so like if you're like a totally horrible player and another person is like a lot better than you, but you pay so you can beat them, that's when it becomes pay to win. But Shu, you, right? you make you make this huge divide between uh, let's say okay. I'm let's say I'm godlike, right? And you're okay. slightly more godlike than me. Okay, you slit, let's say I'm 99 skill, you're 100 skill, right? But what if I, what if I pay for extra plus two <laughs> skill? Okay, it makes me it gives my weapon a little bit more damage. It's it's not like broken broken, but it makes I can upgrade my weapon, make it a little bit stronger, and now I win every time. That's okay. that's still that's still okay. pay to win because you have an advantage. Like okay. anytime that like like you're in a situation where you have an advantage in something that requires skill. So like for example, if you're grinding, I mean, grinding is like such a basic element that like you know you don't really have people going like oh we're gonna have a grind competition right it's yeah. it's like it's fine to like be like here's an experience boost to save you time right but if you're giving like potions that are like so strong that you can like bypass like mechanics in in raids like end game raids to get like the best gear then that kind of becomes pay to win right. even though it's a potion does that make sense I, so, I, I want to bring up specifics too, so Matt, okay, go ahead and say that. Here's, here's one thing I do want to draw a line in the sand with. People are saying that a lot of stuff in Black Desert is pay to win, and a lot of the Black Be Desert stuff is literally just convenience. Well, and, I mean, I've seen them say it before too, but, like, okay, experience boosters that get you to the end game faster so you can get more money are not pay to win. You're stretching it, okay? That, that, that's not pay to win. I mean, before hold on, before but we I, get into the specific examples, I was trying to find some overarching term, right? We'll get into Black Desert, and I agree with you. I think like about experience boosters, and I mean, I I just I think it's as simple as if you can pay and have an advantage significantly faster than the person that can't. Meaning, like if you can get it today by putting in like a thousand dollars, and it'll take them two years, then. Okay, I'll it's, give you guys a good example. That's kind of where pay to win is because in that two years, like in games that have that, it's usually very PvP based, and in that two years, they're going to struggle to catch up. Like it's legitimately going to make their in-game. So the example miserable. is pay to win then, if it takes yeah. you two. Okay. Okay, so we're giving a lot of examples, right, of what isn't pay to win, like experience boosters. So let me take it to the other end of the spectrum for a second. Okay. You guys have all played those strategy games, right? Whether on browser or mobile. Yes, all the free play strategy games. You slowly train or build buildings, right? Like a barracks has to upgrade. There's always a button next to the build going instant build. Yeah, those, those have always been paid one. Yes, there, there's the, no doubt so about the, the, that. I don't think anyone doubts that's paid one, right? Yeah, we all that's paid one. Agreement. Also, all the Chinese well, games are paid one. Every one of those games also allows you to buy advantages over the ones that you're paying to skip. That's but, the other thing. But Erhan, what you just said, by definition from what other people are saying, if it's a speed up, right, then it isn't pay to win. Well, it's not a you speed still... up so much as an instant. But in that genre, no, this is speed. It's, it's not an MRPG. That's right, genre. so it's a case-by-case -case basis. I, I, I think ahead. it's because in, in mobile well, games, time is like your main resource, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, there's different kinds of speed ups because there's the kind of speed up like Arcade where it has no limit, so you can just... Or at least it has such a high limit that nobody's found it. But anyways, you just keep going and you just keep upgrading your weapons and it'll just eventually, you'll be so far above everyone else that there's like no reasonable way that someone that doesn't pay can catch up. But if there's like a level cap and you're just buying a 25% experience booster, it'll just get you there a little faster. Okay, so right. here's, here's where I see, so Aaron brought up RTS games, right? 
But I think RTS games, and Omer brought this up earlier, the win state is clearer, right? In an MMORPG, yes, I think win states go. are far, far more nebulous. Yes. You know, I think it's very difficult to determine what exactly, exactly constitutes a win state. And I think that's a problem, right? So, for example, experience boosters are considered pay to win for people who consider reaching max level a win state. You know, maybe somebody else only plays games for crafting and they see type of, some type of boost to say the amount of money you get when bartering pay to win. So right. what I gather, and I think the only way to rectify the issue is to create tiers of pay to win. Right? Pay to win isn't this all-encompassing term, but that's how we use it. Right? We slap it on and we say this is pay to win and it seems like this absolute thing. But from what I can tell, you have like a low tier pay to win, which is like Davillion. Mm-hmm. And then you have high whoa, tier. Whoa, whoa, Davillion just released a class that cost ten dollars. That's that's outside okay. the spectrum here. Uh, and then you have Golden Rush, where you buy items in game, which is to, to bypass the grind and, and getting experience. Right. I, I think we had a very good broad discussion, but I, I want to get right to your yes or no. Yes or no on specific examples, because I think that's what people care about too. Listen. Go ahead. All right, uh, a game like Dungeon Fighter Online, for example, or Maple Story, for example, where you can buy an item in the cash shop that increases your chance to upgrade your weapon. Pay to win or not? Matt, you go first. Sorry, what did you say? Right. If you can buy an item in the cash shop that you, makes you stronger? No, you buy an item in the cash Specific examples in uh, MapleStory and Dungeon Fighter Online. You can buy an item in the cash shop that increases your chance to upgrade a weapon. It adds like a 20% chance to upgrade your weapon successfully. You can say 5%. 5%. What it, it doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. 1%. It doesn't matter. Okay, 1%. It doesn't matter. Because these um, are real examples. Games have this. A lot of games have this. So, uh, it depends. <coughs> I mean, if there's, it, it, it really depends because um, if you can break yeah, your yeah, weapon... Yes, you, 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 yes, you can break your weapon. You can break your weapon. Yes or no? And, like... Matt, I need a yes or no. You, you it, it, depends, otherwise. it depends on the um, specific mechanics because if, like, the weapon breaks and you can only increase it by grinding for items for like a month then no, it hits but, this point where it becomes like ridiculous Matt, the, the, the weapon can break but you can always farm up a new one to try again for free too well, well i'll answer since he's not willing to answer okay protect souls I, are uh pay to win straight up pay to win okay yeah. from here on, pay to win uh while matt gives me a, while matt thinks of a firm yes or no answer sean it's either low tier pay to win or no you don't so think it's pay to win i think that as long as it's not a guaranteed success then no, it's not. It's not an absolute pay to win. Like when I, in my definition of pay to win, it's either a low tier pay to win or no. How, well, how is how is it different than selling weapons? Breaking more so than guaranteeing success. From my but because it's not a one hundred percent guarantee, I don't see because it's pay to win. It's a, it's an absolute term, right? It's you're paying to win, but there's still the there's still the possibility of breaking. There's like the possibility. Well, of here's one thing we we didn't talk about Go at ahead. all about this issue, and that is the intent of the developer. So, for example, uh, they're called monetization pits in China. So, for example, protect scrolls uh, for like high tier items, right? You, got, you have basically have to use a scroll every time, or because the chance of success is so low, an item is so valuable, you don't want to lose it. They specifically engineered that feature as, as they call it, a monetization pit, where you have to dump thousands of dollars in to get the money. Yes. So, intent matters. So, for a thirty dollar cosmetic that I own outright afterwards, right? It's mm-hmm. not pay to win because their intent is to sell me an item. But the right. intent with the protection scrolls. scrolls is literally to take everything they can from me and I can never max this item out. Because every small incremental increase is exponential increasing cost. And their, their intent is to just take, take everything I have. 
And that's okay. the same in these Clash of Clans kind of games. Listen. Their intent is not to take $10 or $100. Their intent is to take everything you have. Okay. Uh, Tubby the Fat is probably a good point in the chat. Isn't anything where you pay real money for advantage just a pay to win? And that's, that's where I stand, which is why I'm asking you guys. For me, very clearly, paying for upgrade scrolls or increased chance of upgrade or protection scrolls, there's no question in my mind it's pay to win. But for some reason, Sean seems to think as no, long no, as no. it's not 100%, you're good to go. No, I said, see, that's where you're misconstruing. Okay. It's that, to me, I agree that is pay to win, but I think there are different tiers of pay to win, like I said before. I do think anything you pay for is, in a sense, pay to win. Yes. But there is a difference between paying for a minor upgrade and paying for something like Airhound's talking about, <laughs> where it's something you're, you're forced into this money. But, but you're saying, you're saying it's, it's pay to win, spectrum. but it's like, not that big of a deal. There's varying levels yeah, yeah. Of, yes. accept okay. of, of acceptable, yeah, I, okay. I think, is what Sean is saying. Yes. It's like, it's like sometimes it's just like, it's like a ridiculous amount that's like offensive, and then there's like a level that's like, okay, like you're getting a little bit of convenience out of that, or a little bit, of, you know, and, and that's okay, you know? Okay. All right. I'll give you guys another example. Shoo, whoa, shoo. Oh. Where yeah. do you stand the scrolls? Are you also with, it's a low tier advantage, or you think it's turning um, paid away? I think, like, a, like, um, like I said, it, it depends on the, the degree right like the numbers matter there i mean no matter what that's going to be slightly pay to win right but yeah. there's like going to be varying levels of offensive there like arhan was saying right well, of course you can always tiptoe pay to win and make it only slightly op you know like it, <laughs> you don't have to go outrageous to piss people off i think when you start even doing a little bit you start to it sets a bad precedent because if you can do like let's say you pay ten dollars for plus ten percent at max hp it's not that big of a deal right it might not be a game breaker right but when you when you I mean, accept that you accept that's a lot, everything though. else. Ten percent max fine. HP. Let's say let's, let's say two percent. I threw out a number. Two percent is that a lot? Will that change the game in a lot of games? I don't think so. That's still that's still offensive because there's no way to get that in game if you don't pay it. Pay it. Does that I make feel sense? Like you guys aren't giving enough ex specific examples here. Like I got one for you guys. Um, okay. Again with the pit idea. So I'm firing up uh, Polis on the stream right now. Uh, mm -hmm. This game is developed by a German company, Inno Games. They, make, they were one of the first people to make these strategy games, and they don't make it pay to win. See, it's only the Chinese scumbags that came after that turned this genre into shit. This game, for example, has a premium feature. My numbers are a little off, but let's say you pay $10 a month, right? Okay. You don't just get infinite soldiers. What you get instead is a, a diplomat in your village who gives you a 20% boost, let's say, in speed. And you get, like, the, the admiral who gives all your boats 20% speed. But that's it. Like, there's a specific boost you get, and anyone who pays $10 a month or whatever can get that boost. So no, you can't, it's not a money pit in that game? It's not a money pit in the same way as uh, those other games. Can I, 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 can I give that. a, can I give a recent example actually? Mm -hmm. So there's, there's Blade and Soul, right? Yeah. And you know how like a, a recent trend is like you're able to trade gold for in-game money. I mean, not gold for in-game money, gold for, um, you can, you can buy gold, right? You can trade like for cash the money, currency yeah. for yes. gold, yeah. And Normally, like, that's not really a problem in a lot of games, right? But let's use Blade and Soul, for example. Uh, their content is gated by gold, not by difficult content. Like, so if I want to upgrade my sword, getting the actual item to upgrade it is not difficult. I can get carried through that, right? Mm -hmm. But getting the gold is difficult. So in that case, that would be pay to win to be able to purchase it. Does that make sense? But you're buying from other players. Yes, but then I'm using my out-of-game funds in order to have a significant advantage over other people because gold is the gate for what you progress on. So it depends on what you progress but, but, but on we, as well, right? But did we say XP boosters are not pay-to-win? Or do you think XP boosters of any kind are pay-to-win? I mean, you still have to do something, right? When you're, when you're, 
EXP boosting, and that only gets you like to max level, and then they're no longer like usable, right? Once you have XP boost at the max level. So I feel like I feel like this discussion lets us all know that this is a much more murky topic than we all initially thought. Because what she was explaining, I get it, right? Because you need the gold to progress. But I think buying in-game currency with real currency from other players is not that big of a deal. Because let's be real, you can't stop that anyway. Well, that's pay to win or not, it's irrelevant. You can't. I, I can go to these Chinese websites and buy it anyway. So saying it's pay to win is kind of a moot point. I mean, I mean don't get me wrong. I mean, I, I bought, I mean, I, yeah. um, you know, I did it in right. Land Soul. But it, it's what I'm saying is like there's multiple factors and they all come together into whether it's an acceptable amount of pay to win or it's, you know, you know, is it the company just trying to make money or is it like, you know, an unacceptable amount that hurts the game? All right, everybody, everybody, everybody give me a final word, final right. sentence on their, on their pay to win and then we move on. I have well, a first, biased I wanna, opinion uh, that mine is the best. My opinion is the best here. Okay, excellent. And that is, it cannot be, if, it, if it's an infinite pit, it's pay to win. Whereas if it's linear or one time, like a hat that gives you 10 HP, right, for 10 bucks. But that's it, that's the hat. You can buy it or not buy it. But if it's a hat that you can keep upgrading for 10 bucks every time, you know, infinitely, to give you like plus 1,000 HP, okay. it's pay to win. Fair. Okay, so I want to share a funny quote first. I um, saw on the Black Desert forum, somebody legitimately said that costumes are pay to win because you win cosmetically. Like, <laughs> legitimately. You win the fashion, fashion prize. <laughs> like, they do look good. They do look good. That, that's a legitimate quote that I saw. But anyways, I tend to agree with Erhan. It, it, it's really about like where the limit is and whether the limit can be reached by free players. Right. Should you go next? No. Um, I already said my piece, really. Alright. Basically, uh, to segue us... Oh, Omar, did you not give an opinion? Let me, let, let, let me end it. I, I'm, I'm going to take the more populist player approach. Any amount of money, real money spent, that gives you any advantage in combat is pay to win. Convenience okay? Combat not whoa, okay. Whoa, 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 combat. Okay. Oh, I'm, not gonna, I'm combat. not gonna go into Combat that, is important. That's so, my, you know, that's my, that's my line. To bring us now to a more practical example and to wrap it up for myself, I agree with Erhan in an absolute sense. Yeah, that's pay to win. But I still think, I still believe in my tier system. But here's the issue, right? When people look at that low tier, that I've been talking about, this kind of harmless pay-to-win, uh, which may be like a cosmetic item, they immediately shout pay-to-win, and then people who don't actually look into what's happening grab their pitchforks, and they rush, and they start, you know, they start speaking and, and writing nasty comments without, you know, without but, but recognizing... Sean, you can't blame the people for that, because the, the, we, people have been no, no, through I, so much shit where no, I get publishers it. ruin their games. They want to stop it at the, immediately if they can. I get it. Yeah, no, no, but no, they're, I, they're currently ruining games before they have a chance to even, like, play them. And before other people have a chance. So the reason why I said that was because I wanted to bring us into Black Desert Online's controversy just to briefly go over it. The idea was the cosmetic items, which we've discussed, that's not pay-to-win uh, in a sense, but we already agreed that experience boosts aren't pay-to-win, right? I think we're all in agreement. I think yeah. we're all in agreement with that. The MOS.com um, panel has judged. I wanted to ask about inventory slots, right? <laughs> I'm passionately against artificially limited inventories I, uh, like I, Civilian, like Black Desert, you start the game and I, you have I, like 12 slots, right? Depends on the degree again, right? Again, that's all degree too. I, I don't think it's pay to win. 
I, I don't think anyone can argue that inventory space is I'm not is saying pay it's pay to win. It's an It's douchey. It's douchey, yeah. It's like you're... <laughs> It's but, a scummy um, tactic. You're making bad design on purpose. Yes. In order to, yeah. Bad design on purpose. I agree. What I always compare it to is the first time I played WoW, I was struggling with inventory space. Like, every little bag increase was like another, like, million spaces to me, basically. Every bag that they gave me to slot in. So, I mean, I'm, I, I've been dealing with it since basically the beginning of time that I've been playing MMOs. Wow, was the beginning of time, guys. You found it first. I got no, a better I, example. I, just, just, I, 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 know, I'm kidding, I know, I got a better example. And this is why nobody can ever complain about backspace in any game. Ready? Go. Diablo 2. Done. <laughs> See, MMORPG players feel they're entitled to loot everything that drops. But Diablo 2 taught us otherwise, all right? You got to be very careful with what you choose to loot. But, um... <laughs> It's different. Diablo 2 have quest times that fills up that, your inventory that is space. A much, that is an example that lives on its own and does not, <laughs> does, 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 does not like complement modern example. Yeah, I remember. It's but like the, yeah, the one hammer takes up half your inventory yeah, space. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the fucking malls. Don't hit the malls. So basically, uh, you just didn't loot, you know? So by that's the way, the way devs, devs, can we get some like you know quest items that actually go into a different inventory? Yes, please. There are a lot of MMOs that do that. Yes, it's a good trend. It's a good trend. I like that, though. And then the um, Black Desert has a separate inventory for all your cash shop items. Yeah, that's good too. That's a that's a necessity, I think. Mm -hmm. And then um, what I was gonna say is also the reason I jumped to the it's not pay to win thing is because I always see people like, oh well, you can loot more, which means you can sell more, which means more money, which means pay to win. And I'm like, oh my god, shut up! Like, shut up! <laughs> Dang. You can. I, I like this question that uh, Spice uh, Sependen is uh, asking. Yeah, he asking. said he asked about basically buying in-game money with real-life cash through third-party gold sellers, and we briefly touched on this. And it's going to happen no matter what. I don't think it's going to win. I think it's. I think it's um, very specific because he's talking about there's no way to buy unobtainable things with this currency. You can't skip the level grind. It doesn't give you better items. Yeah. So um, buying in-game currency. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's gonna happen. <coughs> Can't stop it. Consider it pay to win or just douchebaggery. Douchebaggery, douche if anything, it's because he's saying the consequence, of course, is price inflation in game for everybody else. But the oh, goal's okay. in the system so, anyway. So, so let me say something about that first, because <clears throat> I I actually am all for buying gold in games like that. But um, you want to be very careful about buying gold. From you know third party, you know those like Chinese sites, because a lot of that gold is actually stolen. So as much as I would want to buy from them myself, um, I I refrain from doing so because I know that a lot of that is stolen from other players, and it creates this problem of like you create that demand and then they steal more from players by hacking them or whatever. Yeah. So I just got an also, awesome idea for pay to win. Something to um something to consider is that that can't be pay to win because it's not by design. Yeah. It's not by you, design at all. You, you, you can't blame other people's actions on the developers and call it a pay-to-win marketing thing. Or not marketing thing, but a pay-to-win mechanic. Yeah, I agree. That's true, Matt. I mean... You guys ready? Ready? You guys remember Charms from Diablo 2? Basically, I do. boost yeah. in your inventory. So imagine in the future a free-to-play action RPG where you can buy inventory slots and fill them with charms that give you bonuses. <laughs> So I think Diablo was the only game that had charms like that, though. <laughs> they came with expansion, too, not even the vanilla version. Something to think about, guys. So then, um, I guess 
now going into Black Desert a bit, um, I am laughing at the people calling these pay-to-win because it's like you can see a little farther. You can jump a little higher. You can gather <clears throat> level plus one. And I'm like, this stuff is so inconsequential, it's not even funny. Well, man, like that ghillie suit you guys were talking about, that's that's pretty OP if uh yeah, I disagree with that. PvP well, I've also read a lot of people, I haven't tested it myself because I didn't get time, but I, I read a lot of people saying that you're pretty much invisible in the grass no matter what you're wearing. I mean, the ghillie suit... No, but you said it removes up. your name. That's like a big yeah, deal. But they're also be. considering adding a potion that you can get in-game that okay. will remove your name. Okay, that, uh, that, 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 that makes it more palatable. Yeah. That's they're considering thing, right? So when I looked at the ghillie suit, and I was thinking about this last night, it's like... To me, I, I feel like its purpose is more for gatherers to avoid getting ganked while they're gathering, right? Instead mm -hmm. of really as a PvP tool. Because when I think of it, I think of it like as like a rogue who gets the first hit. I mean, you're going to be obvious if you're going on the roads, like for caravans and whatnot. But if you're in the forest or whatever, uh, I guess you'll get, you'll get hit first and then you'll have to respond to the attack. I mean, right? people are really, still going to use it, though, for that purpose. Yeah, I Even get if it, you're saying it wasn't designed I, for that. I don't think that's a significant advantage, though. Wait, like, it what? doesn't guarantee... Yeah, I don't see it as, like, a, an OP advantage that's going to, like, guarantee... How there's, like, there's, like, human reaction time. There's, like, the fact of where is the... What direction is the attack coming from? I mean, there's Wait, a ton of factors. But why can't they just make it a cool suit? Why did they give it a mechanic that removes the thing? Like, look, freaking Black Desert and Online... Is a buy to play game. I have to pay thirty bucks to play it. I don't want to deal with this free to play shit. If I'm paying thirty bucks to play exactly. a game, okay. Well, think about this. It's only good in one environment. Yes, like, you're right. In one environment, and if most of the like, from what I can tell, a lot of the PvP takes place in the desert, and you know where that's going to be really obvious in the desert. Okay, but look, I'm paying for a buy to play game. Okay, if it's a free to play game, all this stuff is legitimate. Why the fuck is this a problem in Black Desert Online? We have to pay money Whoa. for it. That is true. So listen, uh, wait, wait, if I'm wait. on Russia or I'm in Korea wait. and they're free to play a game, you're fine. But if I'm paying for this okay, game, stop, this shit stop, can't be allowed. Stop for a second. Stop for a second. Okay. Right. So $30 for the game. Yes. $30 for the suit to feel like you're on equal ground with everyone else. Yeah. That's still a lot less than WoW's That's $50. Plus $50 for expansion. Plus $50 for expansion. Plus $50 for expansion. Plus... $15 for cash, or... No, I'm comparing to other free-to-play games. Look, you know, there's plenty of $5, $10 games up, but I'm sure there's no pay-to-win mechanics. It's $60 to feel like you're on par with everyone else. Oh, oh, today, don't worry. In one week, they might release more shit, but the, it's a bad but mentality. It's not, it's, it's, it's not, like, obscenely pay-to-win. It's not, like... Okay, I agree. It's not, you're, it's not you're, giving them a free, you're giving them a free pass over something that, like, Look, they can just compound the issue, no, you know, Matt, by adding Matt, more shit. If it was a free-to-play game, I give a pass. Bringing them off of something that may not happen, though. Okay, it's it, true. The game is not out yet. You're right. But I'm saying if it comes out like this, on a free-to-play game, I give them a pass. It's not that big of a deal. Again, we're degrees, right? Degrees. But in, in a game where you're paying up front, and it, this game is free in Asia. It's free. The U.S. version, the Western version, is supposed to be localized for Western tastes. And, if you and can, it is. Because, like, people have been saying in the Korean one, you can just go and use real money to buy the best weapon off of the auction house. Good. They got rid of that, which is good. That's good. But why leave anything for... Any degree of pay to win in a buy to play game. Uh, that's just a trend because other publishers are also I, going more free to play, and I think I it's think, a good time to uh, move on, guys. <laughs> I I think that um that mentality is a form of entitlement. What? Last words. Last words. <laughs> There's not no. 
Wanting a game that's not pay to win is not entitlement, all right? It's not pay to win, though. It's not pay to win, because remember, $15 a month is the default, right? It used to be. So if if you can, if if one thing that you think is pay to win, that outfit is like whatever, 30 bucks, that's two months. No, you can't. Fine. In Clash of Clans, you pay $1,000 to get really strong. But it's nobody's not, arguing that's, that's not pay to win. That's one year. That's one year. It's not pay to win. Nobody's arguing that's not pay to win. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's one year. Ten years. Whatever. Moved in one environment. That that's that's not pay to win. All right. Well, we we have to move on from this, but uh, it's not a good precedent for a buy to play game. It's it's okay on a free to play title. It's acceptable, tolerable. It's that's the way things are going. Standard, though. No, it's, it's not. The way things are going, boys. If it's still, if it's pay to win in one place and it's pay to win in no. the other place, why is it acceptable one place and not the other? I mean, degrees. That's, that's right. Degrees. Degrees. But we, that's what I'm saying. If you're saying that it's okay in one game, it has to be okay in the other one. No. The, the, no. When you when on a buy to play game, I but don't want entitlement whoa, because whoa, whoa. you're. You're paying for no. this, so therefore you should not have to deal with this. Oh, don't worry, I'm not gonna pay for it, so it's okay. I'm, I, I don't feel I'm not paying for anything anyway, so I'm not feeling entitled. That's another thing. There really hasn't been a pay-to-play, pay-to-win game in a while. You know why? I haven't paid. There you go. You know, I always win. Those games, I'm not gonna pay for them. The stuff that's gonna be Saying that you're buying this, therefore you no longer have to deal with this, is a form of saying you're entitled to not have to deal with it because you paid money. I don't feel entitled to anything. Don't worry. I, I, you know. I'm never the one going to the forums and crusading about this, all right? I've never done that, never will, because I shop with my money, my wallet, all right? If I support a game, I'll buy it, I'll spend money there. But if I think they're doing things which I don't agree with, simple enough, I'm not going to spend money there. And I recommend everybody else take do that as well. If games are doing things you don't support, don't support them, but don't spend your money there. Wow, great story. Uh, try on, guys. Someone had a story. Oh, about I was going to say that too. Yeah. Okay, so, so start off though. Oh, you. Wait, wait, Aaron, you, go, are you, you take it. You take, take it. You take it. You take it. So start off. I'll just use a example of Tryon's latest uh, addition to their games. Tryon recently patched or updated uh, Devillian, which is a top-down mm-hmm. ARPG that released three years too late in the West. Uh, it was update 1.3. It added uh, new dungeons. It added a level level 54 gear set. A new raid. And that was all free. And then they added a new class. The class wasn't free. The class cost $9.99. Now, I'm not sure how I feel about that. I know some of us here have opinions on selling classes. Oh, I I got opinions, baby. That Tryon... Now, just for this specific example, and then we can move on to Tryon as a whole, as a company, because they're they're really, you know, turning everything up to 11. Um, The day this patch dropped was the day BDO's CBT2 started, which just Mm. seems like poor planning. Their player base has not moved at all. It has stayed exactly where it's been the whole time on Steam charts, which I found funny, because normally when you release an update, mm-hmm. you know, you get a little boost. Not Devillian. There's so, no boost for Devillian. Class for $9.99. Uh, anyone have a thought? Matt, do I feel entitled to say that's a bad idea? Um, I, I, so is the class objectively better than any other class, or is it just different? Let, let's just say it's different. Let, let's say it's balanced. We don't know. I, I don't know, but let's say it's balanced. I can't then it's it just a pay game. It's just a pay game. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's called paying for content. Remember Diablo 2 yeah, expansion? Two new classes, you pay 30 bucks. That's life. I'm okay with paying for like new areas. That's a pay game. I accept that. Really? Uh, more so, so you would pay for new areas in a free-to-play game. Is that what you're telling me? The Wizard 101 strat. More so. Yeah, Wizard 101. That's more acceptable to me than paying for like... Uh, look, if, just new areas to explore, that's fine. I have no problem with that. If that's the limit. Because I know Lord of the Rings did a lot of stuff like that too, which is fine. Classes are just more content, though. It's a it's a new way to play. 
see, here's where I think, you know, this is going to go in circles again, but here's, here's where I think Tryon messed up on this one, right? So when people play a game and then they stop playing, um, you know, there's a chance there's recidivism that you're going to come back to the game. Personally, I'm going to come back to a game to try new classes. To yeah, me, me the only thing that I felt was bad about this decision is that it's not going to attract uh, older players who may have left the game because they grew bored of the classes that were available. Yes. Now, I don't necessarily think that, pay, that new classes, paying for new classes is a bad thing. But I do think that Tryon maybe missed an opportunity to lure back uh, older players. Now, that's just an, I have no you know, data to back up that that's actually the case. But Here's I did data. think it was interesting well, that the, the player base didn't budge with the release of this update. To be fair, to be fair, those users that come back are probably not going to spend anything. They're probably just going to play the class to max level or like level 20 or wherever they're We don't they know that. You don't know. So let's say 1% will stay. 2% will stay. We don't know. 1% or 2% isn't really Matt, Matt, Matt. maybe enough for Matt. them to consider not making everyone pay for this class. You Counterpoint. Know I mean? Counterpoint. Maple story. When it launched the the Mercedes classes and some of the new shit, I don't, I don't know why it's called Mercedes. All right, I remember going back to Maple Story and I played. Right, this is a game I've went back to at least like twenty times. All right, every time a new class comes out, once in a while I'm like, all right, I, I got to grind back Maple Story. I go back on, and I start playing. I spent ten bucks on the on the goddamn warp stone. It lets you teleport from one area of the map to the other instantly. Super convenient, uber convenient, and I spent it after coming back for my new class. It works. People do come back. A very small percent will pay, or at least stick around a little bit longer. And that's one of the reasons I come back to older games, to try new stuff out. which New classes, new content. And I, can't be, I can't be the only one that does that either. But, I mean, what I'm saying is they come back, they play for a little bit, and then they quit. So this is like their way to get the people that want to come back to pay money, and the people that are already playing to pay money I'm, to get a new class. I'm just learning that I'm very entitled. No, what? what? Paying for classes is so, okay, so obviously okay. No, it's not. Every, did you pay for classes in uh, EverQuest? Yes, you did. They're called expansions. You pay for uh, classes in World of Warcraft? Oh, but wait, yes, you did. They're expansions. Times change. Things the change. Expansions came with new um, zones. So oh, the okay zones make it okay. Right, in free-to-play games, it's a bad precedent. Wait, wait, why? It's even better. At least they offer you something for free. What are you complaining free, about? Free trials and free to play are different. If it's a free trial, yeah, you're right. On a free to play game, I think you have a perception issue. Yes. For, I okay. think you have an entitlement issue. No. What what game does this besides uh besides uh Davili? Name one other game, free to play game that does this. There are, oh, there wait. are things. Oh wait. Oh wait. There's maybe one no. or two. That's it. Actually, That's EverQuest it. free version. Actually, I think it locked a lot of the classes and races. Uh, uh, yeah, they did. Yeah. They have like four races. Yeah. That yeah. You, you, you're setting a game from over 15 years ago that started as. What about um, Diablo 3? I mean, it's give, a new zone as well. Give me an inherent. Give me a free to play game. A free to play game that launched. <laughs> Diablo 3 is not free to play. It's a free to play okay, game that's doing this. See, hold on, wait. That's it. I think it's unfair for you to try and dispute it on an analogy, right? Because I think that what Tryon did with Civilian okay. is a new tactic. Because, see, what I'm curious about is the sustainability of these free to play titles, right? Civilian is a, a small title. It doesn't. I imagine it's not generating much revenue. Their cash out blows, by the way. They didn't even have nice cosmetics. So I imagine this is more of an effort to try and keep the game going. Now we don't. What would be interesting would be to see numbers on, you know, how successful free-to-play titles are at monetizing their cash out because you have all these titles, and I can't imagine that there's enough whales to go around to support all these. That's games. true. That's true. It, it, it is so, a business issue. I don't so, understand what you expect, Omar. So if, I, if I, I, the costs thirty bucks to play, 
Then it costs uh, ten bucks with extra class. That's okay. But offering it for free and then charging whoa, 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 ten with extra class whoa, whoa, whoa. is bad. Expansion packs are fine. If they want to sell the expansion pack, but this is an packs. expansion right, pack to a free to play game. It's a, what's the, what's the name of the class? Anyone know? What is this class? Tempest. 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 Okay, ready? The Tempest expansion pack. That's what it's called. <laughs> there you go. Done. The Tempest update. Fury of the Tempest. It's the only game that does this. And other games realize this is not... I'm pretty sure there are other games that do that, yes. and I've seen it I before, think, but I, I can't well remember statement. off the top I'm of my sure head. I'm sure a lot of okay. games have it, yeah. A lot of, uh, of free-to-play games, there's maybe three, all of them put together, that do this. That were inherently free-to-play to start, that do this. Because they realize people come back to these games for this reason, and people don't like... It's, it's a bad precedent. Uh, no, Neverwinter, I, for example. Neverwinter sold races from the beginning. Races. And I don't really care, because... And I really wanted that race, too. Yeah. I was like... <laughs> Exactly. I was like, I would have bought it, hey, and yep. then I looked at the price tag, and it was like, was it like three hundred dollars? It was it wasn't, ridiculous. Yeah, it, wasn't it was a much, lot. Was it? it was a lot. It, it was, was like a lot. over a hundred. Really? Over hundred for sure. Holy yeah, for shit. sure. Because I remember Excuse I was gonna me? buy it. Because I was like, dude, like, you know, because they had sun elves, and then they had like moon yep. elves. I was like, dude, I wanna be a moon elf. I don't like the sun. And then like I, I was like, how do I, how do I buy this? Right? And I looked, and it was like a lot of money. I was like, what? <laughs> it was like a, it was like an unreasonable That's amount. That's crazy. But my, my, my point is. <laughs> I don't mind races because they have little impact on the game, but selling a class can one it can it can create balance issues too. How? That if cla the class is balanced. How okay. does that create balance issues? It can be OP against my character or my, my class, and or, or the only way to beat that character might be oh. another character, which is also by to play. Um, this is a really big hypothetical. Oh, yeah, it is a hypothetical. Again, it also it also creates uh, incentive problems. Developers are incentivized to make the pay classes stronger. Even though they want to make a balanced game, the financial incentives are not aligned. All right, so I'm going to move to a new topic. Okay? All right, good idea. And I'm going to talk about, I just had an interview on Friday with the producer of Neverwinter about the maze engine. And I just want to say this one quote that, that I had in the interview. Okay, so basically... I, I couldn't find anything about what the maze engine was online, except, like, one reference to one of the books, like mm -hmm. the novels. So, um, I asked what the maze engine was. And okay. basically, the maze engine is something, it's like some old ancient technology that will send you across dimensions or something. But in Neverwinter, it sends you to a maze dimension. Right, so it's a ma the maze engine sent you into a maze. That makes so I, so I asked, so was that a coincidence? And she goes, I wouldn't call it a coincidence, but that's what the Neverwinter guys came up with. And I'm just sitting there, and I didn't say this, but I'm like, how unoriginal and lazy do you have to be to send the maze engine to a maze realm when you have infinite possibilities in front of you? Yo, the maze realm, all right? <laughs> it's just all like, the realms. It's just like why. <laughs> <laughs> what is that launching really, anyway? I haven't really heard March fifteenth. All right, March fifteenth. <clears throat> uh, I checked the console to come out like three months from now. The way they're going with that, they just launched the Underdark like a week, uh, two weeks ago, and it's been out for PC for like a month. Does anyone this know why Neverwinter? Now I haven't played Neverwinter in a long time, but every time we post something about Neverwinter, there's always one or two negative comments about really? the game. Apparently. I don't know Seriously, like the route of Arcage with the RNG and the breaking items and the pay to win ish. I played Neverwinter when it launched, and it wasn't it wasn't really pay to win at launch, very minimal. At launch, it was also not under well, wasn't under perfect. Yes, yes, perfect. Perfect okay. World has owned uh, Cryptic since forever. Okay. Now. 
Never mind then. I couldn't remember. I mean, obviously, they probably pivoted more towards that too. I mean, they might even sell classes now. I don't know. I know when I played, there was only races that were you know, available to buy. Here's a fun fact. Let's see if you guys know trivia. Who owned Cryptic before Perfect World? Ooh, I thought they were. I thought they were standalone studio. No, no, they were. Uh, they were either partnered heavily with or fully owned by this company. All right, I have no idea because I thought they were independent. Atari, actually. Really? Wow. What do you know? Well, today we learn. You learn things at most dot com podcast, boys. We learn things. You learn. Atari owned Cryptic. Oh, so Never would have. Is Cryptic making anything else? I know they've they've said they have one free to play MMR. MMORPG under development, but it's been a while since. I haven't heard anything else from them. <laughs> Can we get video keys for answering? You know, the, the, the close beta is over. The close beta two is already over. It's launching on the third. So launching on the third. I'll give you a close beta key right now. Right? It's or, or if you pay a hundred bucks, it's launching on the twenty eighth. That's your key. One three three seven. One three three seven. One three three seven. No scam. Hashtag no scam. All right, I got, a, I got a piece of news I want to bring up real quick. All right. Please, please. So Neverwinter reminded me of it, because Neverwinter is actually one of the uh, trend of games going to consoles, MMORPGs going to consoles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was very successful, and uh, now we got another game going. It's called Smite, the MOBA. Motion it will be consoles. on PS4. Wow. Is this the first MOBA going to console? No, not even close. Okay. All right. Well, it's the first... PC well, MOBA, because I remember there was like a lo- shitty Lord of the Rings MOBA for, for console. Okay. Is it first PC MOBA that's launching on console? I don't know about that. Is that... it the first major MOBA launching yes, on yes, console? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Yes, yes. There you go. Yes. As major MOBAs are, you know, Smite, League, Dota, Heroes of the Storm. Anything yeah, also else? Smite was on Xbox One, so there was oh. that. Oh, yeah, it's now it's going to PS4. Will be, will be 60 FPS? 60 FPS? I don't know. I don't think so. I think that's always a big distinction between console and PC. Console suck. There it is, boys. Console sucks. You heard it here first. Smite is a, Smite's oh. a really good MOBA to release on console because I don't think you need a mouse for it like compared to other yeah, ones. Yeah, I think the, the more 3D <coughs> third-person view is actually better for the controller than... Yeah, it works with the controller. Yes, people were saying there's no end game in Black Desert Online. All right, and look, there's a definitive proof on RMORPG that there is an end game in Black Desert Online. Definitive proof. Literally, no one can dispute this. (laughs) I also saw this on uh, Reddit. Well, I I think the reason people are saying there isn't any end game to begin with is because it doesn't have traditional raiding mechanics Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. I, I think at some point people have to accept that PvP is an end game, and I've seen this for a lot of other games too. Mm-hmm. But PvP is a form of endgame. All right. Before we jump to other random topics, I, I want to hit the big news of the week. There, there's some big news that's been floating around the net, and I, I think it's probably the most interesting. Oh, news. I know we're gonna. I think I know where you're going. Okay, with this. guys, Sword Art, Sword Art Online, VMORPG, it's happening. I don't. Maybe try. it oh, might happen. Has. Probably not, but it's happening. Dude, so, that, that that video was like someone told me like oh man has like in game you know has in game assets and stuff and I looked and I was like and this is freaking okay. some. And I don't know well, if you played this video because we might get copyright flagged. Oh maybe yeah. People are um, don't play it. People are convinced it's just going to be a test of IBM Watson and IBM software. So wait to 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 say to bring it up actually because you guys didn't really introduce it IBM in Japan. Wants to make a sort art online, the beginning virtual reality project. So that's that's where we're. Is it confirmed that it's actually going to be 
like no. a VR MMO. I, mean, I, I, I yes. know it says VR MMO in there, but I mean, that's like what they call oh, yeah. it. Well, on online, yes. so it's confirmed. I'm, it's confirmed that it's going to be VR, but it's not confirmed that it's going to actually be a real thing beyond this alpha test that they're doing. Well, they said the alpha test. Well, they're doing an alpha test on uh, March 18th and 20th in Tokyo. And it's going to be a real thing. And the way the way they say it works is they're going to scan your body as your avatar. How cool is that, though? Your bot, you'll be in a 3D scanner. I mean, first of all, if they release this like, anytime soon, like who has a 3D scanner for their body? Nobody. But anyway, you, you do a 3D scanner for your body, and that, that becomes your avatar in-game. And that, that's, that's kind of cool. Well, it's only uh, open to Japan, and they're only taking 208 applicants. Was, that, again, was, like, that, was that how many people were in the original Sword Art? No, that was 10,000. Okay, I'm retarded, never mind. But again, it's not um, confirmed that it's going to actually be released ever. It, it might just be a test of technology, and they might just be using the Sword Art Online. Um, yeah, but if that's the case, why use Sword Art Online in the first place? This yeah, is, like, why using Sword Art Online is like the instant way to generate hype and anticipation among a huge fan base. They could have yeah. just said, oh, we're working on a VR thing. If they're not going to release it, yeah, so, it was for tech, yeah, technology. They don't need to attract everyone on the internet that cares about Sword Art Online. They I think just, this yeah. video was anti-hype, actually. Yeah, I did too when I watched it, but I, like I, I was hyped IBM when I heard the news, even though they're irre like, irrelevant. <laughs> I was, I was I, hyped I, when I heard like the news, and then man. I looked at it, and <laughs> it was like really. I remember Sword Art Online. <laughs> Well, the the thing that, that kills me about that video is on the page you can legitimately see screenshots of environment, but they don't have that in the video. They have them making the assets in the video. Yes, I know. It's like, why would you do that? Look, right, this is the first video, and I've seen more more gameplay in this video than I've seen in Star Citizen for the first like two years. All right, so <laughs> at least at least I'll give you some credit for that. And uh, at least you have some big name companies behind it, IBM, and they own software as well. As well, so at least IBM is not credible in this f industry, in this field. Why? Have they ever done anything? They've done nothing. Consumer. I don't think they've done consumer-facing anything in a long time. They're a hundred, over hundred twenty billion dollar company, and you're telling me they haven't done anything? And they have like over two hundred thousand employees. I said consumer-facing. All right, all right. Well, they aren't doing anything consumer-facing for this. They're testing IBM Watson and IBM software. Right, so I guess why I don't think anything's going to come out of this. They said it's going to be a game, though. But it's going to be a game that only 208 people play. But that's just the beta, isn't no, it? No, that's pay to win. Star Citizen said it would be one coherent game, too, but where's your god now? So, but, um, H1Z1 said it would be free to play. Oh. There also aren't enough really, really enough details about this. Like, apparently yes. IBM Watson is some sort of, like language processing thing that creates a database and does something or other that it I don't plays really Jeopardy understand. Too. Yeah, Nobody Jeopardy. knows what Watson is. I they always talk about it and we hear about it, but what is it? Just the next, it's, it's running, it's the Illuminati, all right? Watson is the Illuminati orchestrating world events. There's just like a guy inside that machine. He just answers all the questions. <laughs> and he got some wrong on purpose to throw them off, right? <laughs> the Mechanical Turk? Well, he's, he's some Asian guy, so he, sometimes his English is off. So. <laughs> <laughs> they feed him little strips of paper, and he writes the answers. <laughs> it's, it's also not really clear, like, what VR technology this is actually going to be built on. No, no, they, they, they level said, VR. no they said very HTC Vive and Oculus. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah. Oh, I got the perfect segue. Oh, there we go. HTC. Oh, I'm calling. HTC I'm calling. Well, first of all, <laughs> is anyone excited about this? 
I'm no. sorry. I'm excited. I'm pulling more bullshit on it than I am on Star Citizen, okay? Just saying. On wow. Yup. Oh, you mean, are, is anyone excited about Sword Art Online? Yes. I mean, I am, like, okay, cool, right now. Uh, and if, okay. it actually, if it actually, like, shows gameplay and they start setting a release date, I'll be like, okay, cool. And then if it actually comes out and it's something that I can play without VR equipment, I'll be like, okay, cool. Oh, no, you, you don't need <laughs> VR equipment for this. You want to see me secure 30 downvotes on my next video? No. I don't like Sword Art Online. I'm not excited. Oh, damn. <laughs> Shots fired. <laughs> Downvote everything Sean has ever put on Rose.com. Uh, do it now. Leave nasty wait, comments. What do, you, what do you not like about Sword Art Online, Sean? Just too anime. Wait, too what? Anime. Too anime? That's no, just I just, racist. I didn't like the, that is I, like I, I, the one here, thing. Let me, give you, let me give you a better answer. I didn't like everything. How about that? Is that all right? All right. <laughs> I'm not going to go into details. We can do that another time. But anyway. It had a lot of issues. I'm not going to lie. HTC. Guys, HTC Vive. 800 bucks. Pre-order. 800 buckaroos. Thoughts? It's uh, it's over the, uh, I am um, right? okay. So my thoughts are, I didn't want to pay six hundred dollars for the Oculus Rift. I sure as hell don't want to pay eight hundred dollars for its closest competitor. <laughs> I'm tempted, but I'm not gonna do it. I already have my Oculus pre-order. So and, um, there's one guy that it's like, but it's eight hundred dollars, and it comes with two highly specialized controllers, and I'm like, I don't care. Yeah, it's $800. And two cameras, don't forget. Who we also... cares? Uh, it's funny, I have to admit, the HTC Vive launch games are also not as appealing. So the for if you don't know, the Oculus Rift is launching with Eve Valkyrie and... Um, what was that other game? It was like a platformer? A 3D platform, a third oh, person luck platformer quest that makes Lucky's no Tales. sense. Yeah. Lucky's Quest, something like that. Lucky's yeah, Lucky's Tale. Lucky's Tale. The HTC Vive is launching with Job Simulator, which is probably funny, but it's called Job Simulator. And Sounds like fun. Fant fantastic contraption. Now, those might be great games, but I'm also more interested in Eve Valkyrie. And I also wanted to just show off the um, supported games for the HTC Vive, if you want to bring this up, Aaron. Because as far as I understand it, the Oculus is still being geared to support most games, at least in this first generation. I imagine it'll catch up later on, but... At least for first gen, I'm going Oculus. All right, I, I, I'm just, I'm just excited about VR. Just seeing yeah, all the Vive stuff, all the <laughs> Oculus stuff. Holy shit! It's, I mean, it's not necessarily happening with Sword Art Online, but like we see, we see it like the path to the future. We can see this is now like in the realm of somewhat realistic. Okay, so my problem with VR though is what I, the first thing I noticed on there, Don't Starve is going to support VR. What the fuck benefit are you going to get None. in Don't Zero. Starve? Zero. How does that work? Like, like I, I don't know. It's like, why would you play Don't Starve in VR? I'm going to play on my 21.9 monitor where yeah. I can see widescreen. Yo, this, this bus, the VR experience looks you, amazing. You don't want a headache while you play? <laughs> and you better be Please doing this video. Please play this video. Please. Play this video immediately. This, this is the selling point. I am buying VR for this. Butts the VR experience. This is really top notch material. <laughs> I, they look like Esteban Winsmore from the Second Life videos. Oh, I Have love this. Seen those? <laughs> All right, who, who, who's uh, now, Matt? Did this, did this make you change your mind about? No, but you don't. Want, are you telling me you're not going to instantly? This music. I've seen this before. No. This, this is amazing, <laughs> guys. Emlo's not going to give us a ten out of ten. A refreshing, a 10. a refreshingly Anything unique experience. 
It's like Looney Tunes. It's Looney Tunes butts. Oh my god, this is a VR only app. Requires Oculus DK2 or HTC Vive. <laughs> Amazing. This is why I want to. Oh, oh hey! I found something I'm going to do this week. I get invited to a play test that I've been waiting to get invited to for a while. Was it for Butts the VR Experience? Yeah, better no, be Butts the VR Experience. <coughs> What's it for? <laughs> uh, Worlds Adrift. Ooh. Ooh. I'm, actually, I'm looking forward to that one. Uh, I think it's interesting. Well, tell me about it. I don't know anything about it. Worlds Adrift, Matt can probably clarify. Basically, the world is a bunch of islands in the sky, and you're going to sail on these Final Fantasy-like ships between the islands to collect yeah. resources. The interesting yeah. part is, is its physics engine, which is supposed to be fairly realistic, and you swing around the islands with a little rope thing and collect resources, and you wage these big battles from your ship. See if and... And also, it's going to be the first one to use that improbable or whatever oh, engine. Yeah, yeah. It's supposed to make it so that games are distributed in a way that every item in the entire world can stay persistent. Okay, I remember now. I do remember this. Ooh, yeah, that's, awesome. that's the selling point. That's pretty cool. I like it's the way it looks, too. And also parkour and skyships. So. Yeah, look at this guy swing around. It look, uh, I like that. The world is so a little big, though. Uh, but that's, It's going to support... Lots of players. Okay. That's the idea. It's going to have you know as many players as they can on one map because of the improbable engine. So I think that's neat. You know, imagine a world where you play and for your entire playthrough you don't even see the whole thing. I think that's a cool. Just I think that's like just cool conceptually. I'm okay with that. <laughs> cool content. Very cool. Well, I w I was thinking it looked more like an MMO version of Guns of Icarus. Oh, I never played that. I own it. Never played it. <laughs> As long as you own it in your Pokédex. Yeah, yeah, matter. it's in my Pokédex. That's all that matters. I put, I put them right in Bill's PC. Never taken them out. Alright. <laughs> <clears throat> well. But there's a Battlefield Heroes remake, apparently. Yes, Renegade. <laughs> Renegade uh, Ops? Renegade something? But it's it's nowhere near released yet. Nowhere near Yeah, we're going to play it on there? Oh, hell yeah. I love it's Battlefield Heroes. That, I did love that game. I played... I, I have videos on my old Hut videos of me playing that game just... Absolutely crushing noobs all day. It's such a good feeling when you're top frag by like a huge mile. But the thing is with that game, I feel like my competition were like 12-year-olds. So I was wrecking those 12-year-olds like it's no one's business. Hey, man. It's, you know. so who's bringing this back? Renegade? What does that mean? Renegade Line. It's some random company's doing it. It's, it's, I think it's an indie studio. So I don't know how, you know, it's nowhere near release. All they have is like some, like it's not playable, some really bad alpha footage and that's it. So is it official or is it like an emulator? Honestly, it could easily be an emulator. Because I don't think, think, think EA is in the business of like... It's like Command & Conquer Renegade. You know how they had the Renegade X remake? But this is not by EA. This is by some random studio. No, they didn't remake... EA didn't remake yeah, Command yeah, & yeah. Conquer Renegade. It was fans. It was a fan remake. Okay, so this is going to go nowhere and not be supported. All right. Probably. I, I really liked Battlefield Heroes, and then it got pay to win. It did get pay to win. But, they, but in that game, I felt like I could overcome the pay to win. I gave up. <laughs> I like that game. I miss it. Yeah, fun. Right, it was fun for I miss like, it like how I miss guns. It was fun for <laughs> a little bit, but it, it it wasn't I don't know. I'd rather just play Battlefield if I'm gonna play this size shooter. Uh, okay, so serious question. Am I the only one here that thought guns was janky from the moment it came out? It was janky, but you're, you're janky. You're, oh shots fired. <laughs> uh it was it it was janky from the beginning, but it didn't matter. It was 
I still, I still enjoyed it. It was something about it. It was definitely. Can, it was definitely can you define Jesse? It was fun, but it, something about it like felt. I, I don't know. It felt cheap, jumping back and forth. Like something felt like it wasn't like polished correctly. That's what I mean oh, by yeah, Jesse. It was. It was. It I think it was programmed old. by one guy who was drunk overnight. <laughs> That's it. It was old. Isn't really a good excuse because we have like Quake Three that was like polished to perfection. Uh, the game also felt like. In 80% of games, there was at least one or two guys that were just like frozen in place because of the lag, and guys that you just couldn't kill. You just you unload like five clips to them. You run out of all your ammo. You pull out your sword. You still hit. They, they don't die because they're. It has like that weird disconnect because there oh, was you a, mean that was, was client control? side. It was client side hit. Yes. Like I told you, the uh, the notifier, the the shot notifier was client side. So it was like it would tell you you hit somebody, but you don't like that mm -hmm. kind of thing. No, not just that. It was just. When they lagged, like they would be invulnerable, but they would still be like moving. Like they'd be like flashing around, basically, like teleporting around. Okay, in hindsight, Guns was a pretty lit, shitty game. It just it came out at the right time as a free-to-play title, um, but somehow because you could run it on any computer. Uh, just, there was enough skill gap where you could, even if you were bad, you could cast people, so you kind of felt cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it just, and it was perfect for basement land parties. It was yeah, it was yeah. accessible, it was free, and that, that really just all. All you needed it was different. It, I mean, at that time, you had Soldier Front on EG. You had uh, Combat Arms and stuff. And all yeah. these games are so generic. It wasn't, another, it wasn't just another tactical FPS. Yes. Yeah. Uh, will there be another English version of Rise of the Incarnates? Probably not. It's, it's not as own. <laughs> yeah. Which, I, I still think that people are right that Rise of Incarnates didn't work because it wasn't Gundam. There you go. Because it was basically supposed to be the Western version of the Gundam versus series. So why did they just why did they just release it as is with the Gundam stuff? Why they because they wanted to it? westernize it? Oh come on, West Gundam Westerns don't Western. like Gundam. Come on, Westerns yeah, well, love that, Gundam. That's the way they saw it. Apparently, that's what they kept saying. I guess it's not the like, first time yeah. that things were lost in translation. You know, that that happens quite a bit. They should hire me as their consultant and pay me a million dollars, and I told them, you know Dude, what? Dude, we should Keep we it. should make a consulting like, like an MMO like consulting role. We have like all we have we have Omer, we have me for design. Yeah, all of us. The panel. Every, all of us. The, yeah, the, the, brain, the panel. Brain Do you know how consulting works? No matter how good they are, you tell them they're wrong, and then, yes. you, then you then you show them a PowerPoint presentation, and you charge them ten thousand dollars an hour. <laughs> we call like it, it. Uh, we call it um, make your game make your game not com. Yes, I like it. Right, and then and Our then card. hire Make us. Oh my God, this is a good idea. Right, and I'm then we tell you like like oh you know we we want to do this for our monetization. We say no, fuck you. That's not how you do it. Here's how you do it. Right here. Yes. Here's your plan. Here's your uh here's your target audience. What do you, what do you guys think about this? What what if we actually do this? Dude, okay. Sense. Don't think we have anything to bring to the table. Uh, and, 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 it's not about. Not with the attitude we don't. Yeah, all it's right. about faking it till you make it. All right. We, we put on a good suit. We we talk slick. We comb our hair back. We gel it back, and we fucking we put fedoras you, you on. Gonna, you ain't gonna be gelling any hair. Give him a picture. Soon. Give him a picture of my game design award. All right, th there you go. <laughs> we have somebody that used to work at Riot. Okay, we got. She's she's legit. She was at the ground we floor. A, we got a guy wearing a fez. We got a guy wearing a fez. We have, we have an indie dev design. here with Matt. We have uh, asshole. I'll wear a suit. Uh, asshole, thanks. We have asshole with uh, Sean. <laughs> we no, have uh, asshole. Oh wait, I thought I was the asshole. <laughs> no, you're you're, the, you're indie game dev, all right? We we cover all the bases, all right? Oh, yeah, 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 you're the indie guy. <laughs> By the way, I'm actually I'm actually thinking about putting a simple website together and wait until game companies come to us and charging them out the ass for consulting consultancy services, and we, <laughs> we and, and and we can even do it live. 
We consult live on the podcast. Huh? We consult live on the podcast. And then we split the money, obviously. That would definitely fun. not that would definitely not backfire on us in any way possible. We, we sign all the non-disclosure agreements and then we go to the podcast. <laughs> we do it live. <laughs> oh, that would be hilarious. All right. Back to news, boys. Back to news, boys. All right, so you know that game that keeps... All right, what game shuts down and comes back the most, in your opinion? Okay, hold on, hold on. I got this. Endless Ages. I haven't heard about that. I haven't one, heard so. about that one. Nine Dragons is pretty up there, but no, I won't give it to them. Well, for me, what comes to mind is Hellgate, for some reason. Oh, Yo, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Is it coming back? It's coming yeah. back as a yeah. mobile game now. <laughs> Hellgate no. London FPS. Oh, that's not the same, then. That's a spinoff. Right, but hey, it's Hellgate. It's not the same. That's not the same. Pushing the no. same <laughs> series, though. The same IP. That's not. That's not. That, that's property. not fair, though, because then IP. you could say that um, Maple Story comes back the most recently. Well, Maple yeah. Story doesn't shut down. Yeah, it doesn't shut but, down. But that's a weird arbitrary requirement. Means. No, it's not. Why is that a weird arbitrary? Coming back means because coming back it's either means the same thing. I just want to play back. this video. That's it. But anyways. But anyways, um, I'd say Endless Ages, because Endless Ages has been revived <laughs> literally like five times. <laughs> I like it, Amir. IP equals intellectual pop property, and Hellgate is not intellectual. <laughs> Hellgate is uh, <laughs> d- <laughs> dumb property, DP, all right? It's toxic property. Whoever picks it up loses money. The TP. Which is funny, because Hellgate was a competent game. Well, it was, uh, it did not, it was not a... It didn't do so well. Competence isn't enough, apparently. Yeah. Well, it launched as a subscription game, and it was a dungeon crawler. Like, I, I didn't really expect that to work, you know? Mm-hmm. Remember, I'm this game at, did have a lot of hype. I'm looking Remember, at Endless Ages. What the heck is this? That is a, most, uh, a massively multiplayer online first-person shooter from 2001. Wow. wow. And it, it got... It was created by one company, and then it got sold to another company, who then sold it to another company, who tried to make a sequel. Both the sequel and the relaunch failed, and then they sold it to another guy who reopened it, and then he got pissed off and decided, okay, I don't like you whiny-ass bitches in the community, and open-sourced it, even though he didn't have the source code, and the community has brought it back literally like three times over since then. That's Guys, the community in the community of this game, let it die. Let it, yes. It just wants to die. It's got like the kill me face on it. <laughs> that is all. This gun model in this video I'm watching is is Halo. This is Halo. <laughs> I think and someone listen, this, these graphics are. This game. Oh, you're right. This doesn't look like Halo. A gun? Yeah, see that? No, I don't think Imagine will ever come back, and we are all very sad. Shin Takami's. Something, something. Shin Megami Tensei, yeah. Shin Megami you know Tensei. Game failed? Too, that game too long of a name. There it is. That's why the first Rocket League failed. The Super yeah, Battle Car Superstar thing. That's why that failed. The name was too long. Game names need to be short. On that game, dude. Like I had, the, I had like the outfits, but not only did I have the cash shop outfits, I had every color of them from the gacha. I, I, I really liked that game. Like, I, okay, it, it went real-time, even though all the other games had turn-based combat systems, basically, but I really liked that they kept the Demon Fusion. The Demon Fusion is really fun. <laughs> was it just Yo, me, Matt, was the combat most similar of the play to Mabinogi test. in Mega Ten? It was. It was very similar to Mabinogi. Yeah. Yeah, I liked Mega Ten. I, I like the Mabinogi combat. It's pretty yeah, fun. 
You know what's funny? The company that published Mega Ten also published a few other games that went absolutely nowhere in America. It was um, oh god, it was a fantasy M three D generic three D fantasy MRPG. Was that no. the name? No. Yeah. <laughs> Help me think of this. Okay, it was. They published Neo Steam as well, which didn't go anywhere, obviously, but not that. Oh one. shit! Um, you know what game I'm talking about? Other game. All the players. They're all the players. Um, other game. Shit! What is it? Wait, all the players. Uh, keep talking. Keep all the. Wait, we're Didn't about... Ola Play have Neo Steam? Yeah. Maybe, but these guys had it too. Oh shit! No, never mind. Right, I don't know. Start like... over. It's a game right. that shut down. It's a game that shut down a while ago. Okay. It's 3D fantasy MRPG. It was published by Atlas Online. Atlas. Oh, it... Pandora Saga. Yes, Pandora, Pandora Saga. Saga. Matt, you got my back. That game was also uh, straight up dookie. I'll go ahead and say that, that right now. That game was supposed to be basically what I gathered, like Final Fantasy. 14-ish, the PvP game. It didn't go anywhere. <laughs> yeah, it, it, Neo Steam was fun. I like Neo Steam. Pandora Saga basically suffered what Fantasy Earth Zero did, and it was too PvP-focused, and, like, nobody cared. Was it Fantasy Earth Zero a Japanese-developed game, though? Yeah. It was one of the few Japanese-developed MMOs that launched here. Also, Shin Megami Tensei Online was yep. Japanese-developed, and I'm pretty sure Pandora Saga was, too. Yep. Well, Pandora, of that lot, I think Pandora Saga was the most uninspiring generic. At least with Fez, you had like a... <coughs> I was in the original beta for Fez in America, and it was with the developers, and we had a huge game, and I remember not knowing what the fuck I was doing. But at least it, it was fun at that moment. But when I played after launch, I'm like, this is not fun. I, I tried playing it once, and it was just... It didn't introduce itself well. That's fair. I want a listicle. Most generic MMOs are most forgettable. Yes. Forgettable. Well, the list would just be blank because you don't you don't remember any of them. Boom. There you go. <laughs> That's most We're forgettable. Article. Tales of Fantasy. Was I it just vaguely remember that name, but I don't remember what it was. It's an IGG game. It was super uh, forgettable. All then, IGG's games are forgettable. And then Elysium. Elysium was totally forgettable. That I never heard of. That I didn't hear about it either. You, you know Magic World Online? Yes. Yeah. It was the sequel that had nothing in common with it. Wait, Magic, why did Magic World Online have a sequel? The game was garbage. That's funny. I remember I did, I did a video for Magic World Online years ago, and I shut off. The, it, it ripped off the Zelda music. <coughs> you guys remember that? I didn't play it. Let me show you guys okay. the video. All right, this guy just copied my video, and he re-uploaded it in terrible quality. But you know what? I'm going to share it with you guys anyway. Here, look at this video. This game was absolute garbage, but when you went into this one like NPC's room, look at the music that played in the background. Haha. <laughs> I feel Good like I'm getting them. healed. Yeah, right. This is clearly from uh, you know, Magic World Online. You know, that these are the guys that made this memorable <laughs> tunes. What did you record this on a on a VHS tape? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> it was, it, the guy who re-uploaded it. Fucked it up somehow. I don't know how. Yeah, it's uh, these Chinese games have no respect for copyrights. Zero. That's why I love the Glorious Republic. <laughs> the best. The Glorious People's Republic, you mean? Uh, well, the, the Republic really of China. Like you, no, no, Repu the people have nothing to do with it. So. Sean, the Republic of China is Taiwan. People's Republic of China is China. I'm sorry. I'm Get sorry. it right. So I like much music. <laughs> Clearly, you know, invented by the Chinese, right, Shu? Come on. Yeah.
<laughs> Before 240p was a thing. <laughs> I heard they're really good at making theme songs that are... Oh yeah, of course. Iconic, so, you know? Always so original too, you know? Yep. <laughs> I wanted to bring up one piece of news that I don't even know if anyone in our audience cares about. The, along with Black Desert this past weekend, The Division held their open beta, which is Ubisoft's later, latest third-person yeah. shooter. shooter and it actually, did anyone try it, actually? Like, yeah, I did. Any of us? How, how <laughs> yep. was it? Uh, I was too busy with Black Desert. It, it did break 6.4 million players, and I'll give my, my initial thoughts. They didn't play too long. Basically, it's third-person Borderlands 2 in a highly detailed post-apocalyptic New York, but it's also super easy. But it's uh, also got covers. Shooting. Mechanics. Yeah, basically, it's the main mechanic is cover shooting, right? So you can walk up to any object, yeah. take cover, and then you know there's some enemies. You shoot them down, uh, and you know they'll drop gear, which has like a little beaming light shoots up, so it's green, you know, to pick it up. Oh, Sean, you looked at a terrible video, by the way. Did I? There's oh. no gameplay, just like art screenshot. <laughs> I've, oh. I've um I've heard it's a lot like Gears of War. Whoa. Uh, I mean, just because something has cover shooting doesn't. No, mean I mean I've heard it plays a lot like Gears of War. Sean, uh, you said 6 million people have bought it already, played it? 6.4 million people played. I don't know how many bought. Yeah, to me, no, beta, right? It was free to play. No, yeah, it was, you had to buy it, didn't you? No, it was no, a free. Yeah, I, I got an email about it. Oh, too. cool. It, it was, um... Yeah, it, it's going to be interesting to see how many of those translate into purchases. How many don't. I think more interesting than the fact that 6.4 million people played is that out of 6.4 million people, the average playtime was about five hours. Wow. Wow, no way. Yeah. That's but hell here's impressive. the thing about that game is that I think that five hours is about the times I put in about that. But, it's about sure. the time you need what? Think let me finish that, my that, sentence. Okay, continue, continue, continue. No, 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 go ahead. You know, I cut you off. No, no, we're gonna, no. We're going to go all the way. Full cut off here, all right? Uh, think about the people that, that launched the game like, and just... Just close it and don't play for whatever reason. So they were they had to be average at that with people too. So five hours is just mind blowing. Holy shit. That's impressive. Okay, that that, that was okay. It. Yeah, I agree it's impressive. That, that's it. I was Go. also <laughs> gonna say in about five hours so, I, you experience mm -hmm. you know what the game is offering, right? Which is essentially you're running around New York City, uh, completing missions. And the missions are as far as I know, they're instants, right? There are mobs on the ground. But you'll run into say a building and clear it. At the end of the instance, there will be you know, a boss mob, and it'll have extra HP and do more damage. You kill the boss mob, you collect your loot, you move on. So when I, first, when I thought, heard about this game, I thought it was going to be like a DayZ set in post-apocalyptic New York. But it's not that at all. I mean, I really think it's Borderlands 2, which is cool, but it feels casual, right? It doesn't feel like it has that hardcore DayZ element that I thought it was going to have. It's but like it's, Destiny. I don't know. Like, I'm not going to buy it, but I'm sure there's like an audience for this, but it felt too... <coughs> Easy? I don't know. I get. I was expecting an open world survival game, and that's not what it is. You could just spam healing. So yeah, sure. you take damage. So, my, how do you heal in the game? Like, how's that? Work? V. You click V. You heal. You oh, my v. issue with it is the same issue. I'm like, the, I didn't play it, but like, my issue looking at it is, I'm concerned it's going to be like Destiny in that they're going to market it as not being an MMO, but like being an MMO equivalent for console players. Mm -hmm. And I know that sounds dumb, but like, Bungie strictly avoided the MMO. Yes, label. I've noticed. But, I've turned. But anyways, um, it like you could play for about twenty hours in the base game of Destiny, and you'd just be done with the base game. And then House of the Wolves adds like another ten hours, and I haven't gone through shit. Destiny. 
Taken King. I haven't gone through Taken King, but I got depressed about the time I finished House of the Wolves because it was just not enough. There was not enough there. And I'm like, you, you can't market it as an MMO equivalent and be done in like 30 hours. It, it just doesn't work like yeah. that. I mean, I get that it's a buy-to-play console game, but like, it, it's the way they marketed it. You know what I mean? It, it's basically just a console game that's always online. I do want to give it mad props for this, though. The world is super detailed. I loved it. That's what made me want to explore. Like, I ran into some apartment, and I looked at a bookshelf. Every single book on the bookshelf had a title. Wow. It was like, like a mesh. Those, those little details, I think, are what make the game, like, even if, you know, the gameplay isn't for you, the, the game is definitely, you know, High an impressive feat that way. Like, they paid attention to every <coughs> little detail, and it shows, and I, I really liked that. There were no blurry <laughs> textures. Also well, that's like that, an actual New York, like uh, it's supposed to be a model that's a real Manhattan. Yeah, it's, it's like it's, it's like it's like lower Manhattan. Basically. Yeah, it's not all of Manhattan. It's like lower Manhattan. That's it. And it's that's cool, cool, right? Each zone it, it has like a level of base, right? So you know, so you're kind of confined that way. Like you'll go to one area, and it's like levels two to four, then five to eight. So like you know where you're supposed to be. You're not exploring the entire city at once, but you could go anywhere you know, in the world at the time. Well, see, this is a recurring theme with Ubisoft games. They're really detailed, and they have a lot of stuff in them, and the world just feels so alive, and then yes. the gameplay is kind of bland. Well, again, I'm not ready to write out the gameplay yet because I haven't played it, but I wanted to ask Sean specifically about the gameplay yeah. because I watched my friend play it on Twitch before, and it looked like he was firing rubber bullets because you have to shoot a guy 15, 20 times for him to die. Yeah, yeah. Why is so, that? This is so weird. Because it's, it's, it's not... It's taking a more yeah Borderlands approach or MMO approach, right? Where the mobs they're not really people; they're mobs with health. And well, you play as people too. Well, it's it's like wow. There are people in the world. Yeah, yeah. there are people running around the world with you. It's an open world mm -hmm. game. Now there is a zone at the end of the game. The end game is raiding. Uh, I forget the name. Someone already called me out on it. The DZ zone, uh, where you're fighting like, you know, stronger mobs for better loot. But basically, yeah, you're taking cover. And you're shooting down mobs, and you got to put like 20 bullets in them because you start out with low damage, and uh, to actually take them down. More mobs run in from an alleyway or pop out of a door. You kill yeah. those two, and then you know a boss mob comes out. You kill him. You grab the shining loot. And that's essentially the gameplay. So it's not. It's like it's an MMO shooter. It's not just a straight up shooter. Like, it's, it's not just another tactical shooter. So that's not a tactical like shooter. A, no. Better comparison: Fallen Earth. Okay. Really. Well, yeah, the combat-wise, yes. But does it have the same open-world, like, crafting no, and stuff? No, no, I'm talking about combat, where you okay, can okay, get combat, headshots yeah. and it just does more damage. Okay, that's fine. That, that's good comparison. <coughs> I mean, I had fun. I had fun playing, you know? So, I'm not, I don't want to diss the game. Uh, but it's not something for me that I'm going to keep going with it. Okay, my it main, definitely appeals to an audience. Right, my, my two cents here is, how much smarter is Ubisoft to make this PC as well? Like, yeah. Destiny is just console, right? Yeah, of course. That's the, retarded. The, everything Ubisoft does is PC yeah, also. Yeah. So I think uh, props to I Ubisoft mean, for that. The crew, their MMO car PG, which is still a dumb as fuck title. But anyways, that was also on PC. I mean, it's just what they do. That's good. Might as well utilize all the platforms. Speaking of uh, Ubisoft guys, uh, Vivendi, the guys, the French company that sold Blizzard, is uh, owns 15% of Ubisoft right now. And uh, they might buy the whole thing. So uh, if you guys live in Europe, and you want a free hot stock tip, buy some Ubisoft. We don't. No, this Warning, not a financial yeah. advisor. Don't. Yes, don't there you go. <laughs> so this thing is the vision is Destiny on the PC. Yeah, pretty much. Interesting. But not sci-fi. 
more like modern. I didn't play Destiny. I don't know if that's a fair comparison, especially <laughs> since it's third person and it's a cover shooter. So it seems like. Is that a genre, a cover shooter? As long as you take cover, it's yeah, a cover it's, shooter. It's, it's a genre that was largely started by the first Gears of War. Yeah, I mean, think about it, right? The gameplay consists of you taking cover and firing yeah. from cover, whereas a shooter like Halo, why, why doesn't that make sense? It's like a third person, you take cover behind it. It reminds me of like uh, shooters on Rails in the arcade, where you pop out, you shoot the guy, and then you pop back behind cover. Like, can't you cover behind any Tom Clancy game? I can't remember for sure, but I'm pretty sure the very first documented, like, accepted cover shooter was Killed Out Switch on the PS2, but it was largely made popular by Gears of War. Yes, Gears of War is where I, I first heard it. <coughs> All right, well, yeah, I was about to say, because like, Rainbow Six Vegas came out like right after. Mm-hmm. Well, I like that game. It's fun. Well, let's wrap up the podcast, guys. We can keep talking in the overtime. All right, the after yeah, show was things my, my like voice crazy. Is <laughs> I sound like a raspy old yeah, Jewish yeah. person. Rainbow's voice here is uh, dying off, so... All right, well, that's it for the week. Take care, guys. See you, guys. Later, guys. See you. Bye.